the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show Hour Two on this Hump Day Woo-hoo! edition of tonight's Hump Day. Yes, it is Hump Day. And by the way, there's a mega Powerball jackpot that's near six hundred million dollars. Um, uh, my dude, the, uh, filling in tonight for DJ Sesame Broccolini is DJ Carrot Sticks. He's brilliant. Tell me about Five the foot eight, 200 pounds of cheese curds in khaki. There's a Powerball? Yeah, there's a power, like $600 million worth of cheese curds. And you had, you kept, you didn't even tell me about this. I didn't know either. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. When's the drawing? Is it tonight? Um, uh, uh, there was no winners on Monday. So I think the next drawing is Friday night, I believe. Oh, okay. All right. Uh-huh. Well, if you don't see me yeah. at work on Monday, oh, Monday is Christmas. So, um, if you don't see no, me, it's today. Oh. No, it's today. My dude, I gotta go. It's today. You <laughs> <laughs> go long, go long. I'll be back. Let's go 50 minutes. Um, you know, it's fun to play, you know, yes. why not? You it, know, it's that whole I mean, thing it costs- of when you get a ticket and you dream about what you're going to do if you win. Well, right. You know, what is seeing, you know, somebody eventually wins and you know, now that you didn't know about it and I told you about it, you have to, if you win, you have to share it with me. So that's how it works. We well, got to play. Um, can't yeah. win the biscuit if you don't <laughs> risk it. <laughs> Speaking of biscuits. Um, I don't know what to make of this bill. I mean, a lot of people, there's a New York bill, um, that is, it, that's being introduced in New York and it could force certain Chick-fil-A locations, um, to stay open on Sundays. And some people are up in arms about it because Chick-fil-A is famous for being closed on Sundays because when the, uh, franchise first started, um, back in like the forties, I think it was for, oh, 46, they decided to close on Sundays for employees to worship or to rest. It's the, was the day of rest. I grew up with blue laws in the South, right? Where like not even gas stations were open when I was a kid. Um, so I'm used to things being uh, closed on Sundays that now it's by choice because if you, it's your business, by the way, it's your private property and you know, it's your re- right to under the constitution to exercise your religious beliefs. So some people are upset tonight thinking that this is a law that's directed to attack Chick-fil-A. I'm not sure that it is, uh, you know, meant as something to go after Chick-fil-A. Um, this bill is, um, I don't see the assembly bill number, not that y'all really care about that, but they basically it's requiring it's for the through the New York state Thruway authority. Um, they want to have hot food available as options for people uh, traveling along that corridor. The bill will also require New Jersey to enact the same law for food services at the port authority. So um, seven Chick-fil-A's are located in multiple New York state Thruway rest stops with three more planned to be built. 
it, it could be something that, you know, I don't put any past thing past the Democrats, you know, why, if they've had food that wasn't available on Sundays before, you know, why now? And since when was it ever a requirement that travelers be able to have food at rest stops? Right. I mean, have you ever done any long distance road trips? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why well, take a lot of my own food? I don't want to stop. First of all, yeah. I mean, meal. that's that's half the fun of a of a road trip, and you also know you pay attention when there are signs that tell you no food or you know whatever for the next however many miles, and it's up to you. Or they'll say, you know, here at this at this stop is you know, food and gas this way, no more services for the next however many miles to warn you. So you're not going to die between rest stops. It's like, oh, 10 miles between to the next McDonald's. Oh, my goodness. Well, listen, I I mean, chicken nuggets. Well, right. You know, and and we just reported what last week or, or, yeah, I think it was that Southwest Airlines is starting to give away free rows of seats to obese passengers because there's these women. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) I get my own row. (laughs) I don't think you qualify, dude. Um, These women TikTokers were bragging, celebrating Southwest that they were able to get free rows of seats under Southwest's new um, plus size passenger provision, whatever policy. And one of the women uh, referred to herself as super fat. She's she's like superhero. (laughs) Exactly. I guess her. She flies from Chick-fil-A to (laughs) Chick-fil-A on a free row of seats uh, with Southwest. <laughs> she literally said there's scales of fatness and I'm what's called super fat because I mean we're talking about we've all seen my so-called 400 pound life or whatever it is right my 400 that's this level of what we're talking about uh-huh. and these people feel entitled they feel like one woman's like it's about time we got this because public transportation should be available to everybody um, flying on an airplane is not public transportation. Okay. This is not a bus. And by the way, buses aren't even free. Right. So now, um, so I'm just thinking we've got people feeling like they're entitled to fly for free. And now these are the same people that feel like they can't go a certain amount of miles without getting some Chick-fil-A. And the next thing is, is that Chick-fil-A is going to be free. I think that's the next step where we're going with this. Well, you know, I, I am a chubby guy myself, but I, I fit in my seat the seats aren't that small. But one time I was on a flight and the lady next to me, she wasn't that big, but she had super thighs and, oh. and the thighs came. Was underneath. that her superpower? Yeah, she was super thighs <laughs> and uh, she, her thighs came underneath the armrest and was touching mine. Oh. And it was just kind of, and then it got warm, yeah. got real warm. Oh. So I said, oh. I said, ma'am, I hope you don't mind. Can I put a, could, do you mind if I put a magazine right here? So I just, <laughs> I just wedged a magazine, a couple of magazines between my thighs oh, and hers. Because no. that, I mean, I don't. I don't mind being oh, that close to person, didn't. but when there's body heat coming off from that person, then that's uh, that's hard to deal I with. I don't want to be wedged up against a stranger like yeah. that. It's mm. just too intimate for me. It's, yeah. And it's like, if you can't fit into the seat, that's, you know, that's your issue to deal with. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not my problem to solve. And you need to be buying two seats. Yeah. And what Southwest is doing now is they're encouraging these plus size passengers who quote encroach 
on other passengers. They're saying, go ahead and reserve two seats in advance to make sure that there's a second seat for you Mm. um, because they overbook. And then um, afterwards, they'll refund that second seat. Wow. Yeah. Well, they should do, people should just do what I do is I try to wear, I'm really cheap. So I try to wear as much clothes as I can and just travel Mm -hmm. with like a backpack. So if you put all of your sweatpants on and all of your jeans and all your jackets on, yep. then you'll look mm-hmm. like a plus size person. You get your own row. Yeah. And you don't have to pay to, yeah. you know, have your bags checked. And I'm going gonna, gonna to strap Gator on to me and say, it's, you know, is my body my choice? You know, you um, he's just outside my body. And, you know, um, so I got him with me. So that'll make me even bigger. Um, you know, there's people that have to pay to, to bring their dogs with them and give their dog a seat because the dog won't fit under yeah. the seat. Right. Yeah, they should get a free what about people? Right. And what about people that have to pay more if their bag weighs more than 50 pounds? Why should I have to pay extra for a piece of luggage that weighs more than 50 pounds? Cause, cause I'm going on a ski trip and my luggage is big and now I've got my boots or whatever in there and it weighs. I, so I got to pay extra for that. But an obese person, one of these women on TikTok was like, Oh, for the record, um, I weigh 300 pounds and, um, and I'm a size 26. Um, I, I, I couldn't carry, you know, um, a 300 pound piece of luggage on there for free. So yeah. We got to right now. There's 22 states in the United States that where obesity um, is where 30 at least 35 percent of the residents are uh, obese of the adults. What's going to happen when it's 90 percent? What are we going to have to pay per? What are we going to have to pay to fly? Because everybody's got to have three seats. Just something to think about. Because Southwest is going to get the same amount of money, right? We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got our good friend, Jesse Jane Duff, who's going to be with us. JJD coming up. Don't go away. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the show, download the podcast. You don't want to miss any part. Last segment, uh, DJ Carrot Sticks and I were talking about this New York ban, this New York law. Uh, that would require on the throughways uh, at rest stops, uh, all fast food restaurants to remain open for 24 hours. And that led us into a discussion about Southwest Airlines giving free rows of seats away to the, as part of their plus-sized passenger uh, pr- uh, program. So if you missed that or any part of the show, don't you got to download the podcast and email me at andreakshow.com. Got an email from my Cajun buddy, Frankie, at uh, Louisiana, fellow LSU grad, who said that Texas and Florida threatened to remove Joe Biden from the 2024 ballot um, at, on the heels of what Colorado S- State Supreme Court did to Donald J. Trump. I'm super excited to have on the one and only Jesse Jane Duff with me tonight, former gunnery sergeant Jesse Jane Dump. Jesse D- <laughs> Jesse Jane Duff, JJD. Girl, it's no, been a week. Yeah, yeah, that's a just do JJD. You're 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 too tired by the end of the day to try to spit the whole thing out. I know, girl. Thank you for being here tonight. You're you're it's a tongue twister. That's why I always call you JJD. <laughs> All right, so I'm um, glad to have you here with me tonight. I reached out to you today because you know I I think that that a lot of conservative commentators and uh, JJD has been uh, with the you know veterans for Trump and on the Trump train and in the, in America first 
uh, policy group and all of that. I, I, this thing with Colorado has upset me even more than the, I think in, in many ways than even some of the other Jack Smith, uh, Jan six and lawsuit, uh, indictment in DC, Fannie Willis in, in, in Georgia, because of what it did to strip the first amendment rights, your thoughts on that situation. Well, it's just so radical, you know, that you have judges that have decided that single-handedly they're going to decide what Donald Trump did or did not do without a hearing, without a court case, never been charged with an insurrection. In fact, Jack Smith hasn't been able to charge him with any of that. Neither were any of the J6 protesters able to be charged with an insurrection because they didn't have the evidence of an insurrection. They like to use that word, toss it around. And what scares me is that the left just puts forward stupid judges, you know, really stupid judges. Even a conservative judge who may not care for Donald Trump knows that there's no legal viability in this. So I dare to say that he's going to win in the Supreme Court. You know, most of us who listen to your program obviously lean into conservative networks to hear what their legal advisors are saying. And I haven't heard one person say, yeah, there is a very strong legal path for this to be upheld. None, not one. So I'm not too concerned about that, but I am concerned that when we look at this, uh, it's diabolical that the left is going this far. And I was in the vehicle in Sacramento driving back home before my interview, and I heard them say that the Secretary of State of California is now trying to propose the yes. same thing. And yes, I actually I thought, have the letter up right here. They, um, they have lost said, their minds because Donald Trump won more votes in California than any other state. And, you know, to try to impact the primary in that way, I'm sorry, they're going to have to start fighting fire with fire. If there's a legal basis that they want to try to aim for to keep Joe Biden off the ballots in conservative states, then let's see it happen, because this is just obscene on its face. Let the American Mm -hmm. voter decide. I'm only repeating and regurgitating what most of us have already what, what most of us already believe and feel. In fact, when I looked it up. Um, when I was following Twitter, there were very few liberals that had a valid point. In fact, there weren't any valid points other than, oh, this is exciting. I hope my state follows. That's it. There was no right. liberal point that they could say they were trying to come up with these talking points of, well, he led it. He did this. He did that. And I, I'd, I'd say, show me the evidence of that. And that's where those judges should be rising above the gossip, the emotion. And apparently they don't know how to do that. So it's pretty well, what sad and tragic. Yeah. Well, what California is saying, and I've got the letter here, is that uh, they're referencing uh, the Supreme Court case in Colorado Anderson versus Griswold, that his insurrection disqualifies him. They go on to say um, it would be, uh, they quote uh, Judge Gorsuch, as then Judge Gorsuch recognized in Hassan, it's a state's legitimate interest in protecting the integrity and practical functioning of the political process that permits it to exclude from the ballot candidates who are constitutionally prohibited from assuming office. And it, the letter states again, the Colorado is not constitutionally let, hey, prohibited. Well, let me finish the letter. Yeah. Well, let me finish yeah. the letter. The Colorado decision can be the basis for a similar decision here in our state. The Constitution is clear. You must be 40 years old and not be an insurrectionist. So what they've done in Colorado and what Michigan is looking to do and California here is looking to do is what is um, their definition of an insurrectionist, which is not defined in the 14th Amendment, as well as um, using interpreting his words 
and stripping him of his first. They've now defined insurrectionists. They've gotten half the country to agree that this was an insurrection and he participated. I don't think they have half the country. I I, I, don't know. I don't think that. No, absolutely not. There are many people that are of liberal mind that are not necessarily maniacs. This is the far left that is trying to (laughs) process this extremism. I mean, we all know Democrats that realize and have said, yeah, they're definitely out to get them. There are plenty of people on the left that are ashamed, embarrassed and uncomfortable. Leftism is different than necessarily all, you know, now your political leaders are different. You got Joe Biden saying, well, we all saw the videotape. We all saw this. We all saw that. Mm -hmm. Really? But that, again, Mm -hmm. is not this is still not viable. They are stretching the Constitution to fit their their outcome. And they're not using the Constitution in the manner in which it is written for this case. They're trying to write a definition, but yet he still did not go in front of a judge and jury and get prosecuted for this. So there is no viable evidence. There is no means. If they want to charge him with insurrection, take him to court and, and, and win on that merit, then you have a viable case. So I just feel like it's going in circles that you, they're trying to persecute somebody who was never prosecuted. Right. And it's, it's well, in fact, that's insanity. one of the right. In fact, that's what one of the uh, Colorado uh, Supreme Court uh, judge, uh, the uh, dissenter said. Um, I, I, what it concerns me is that they they know that this will lose at the Supreme Court, but it's just a way of dragging it out. It's a way of voter suppression of MAGA voters. It's a way to to uh, suppress all of us, to to demoralize us. Well, it's uh, also a way for Donald clock. Trump to climb in the polls. I'm sorry, I'm the glasses half full, not half empty. This is making Donald Trump climb in the polls. Because if people already dislike Donald Trump, none of this matters anyway. They still weren't going to vote for Donald Trump. You're not swaying right. people oh, I'm to in vote agreeing against with you. him. I- yeah, I'm, I'm in yeah. agree. I'm in agreement with you. In fact, I said I'm, I'm thinking that's what their play is. That that's what they're thinking. That that's what they're going to try to do. But the opposite is happening. And I actually played last hour a clip of Bill Barr, who's saying that this is who's lamenting actually that this is going to help Donald Trump. He said that that it was an, an untenable, wrongful decision, um, but he said that it would help Trump. In fact, one of the things I found so despicable by Ron DeSantis today um, was him actually saying that um this was this was the democrats um uh, uh, attempt to help trump because this will improve his troll num- his uh, oh, his what numbers a, what a twist wow he's doing mental gymnastics isn't that despicable isn't that despicable in- while i do think that this will help trump because the average uh, particularly maga voter sees the railroading that's taking place here and the weaponized court but for deceased to try to spin it as a reason to vote for him i find so vile uh, you know, Ron DeSantis really should have just spoken to the case itself and him being a former um, a- attorney in the United States Navy uh, while he was on active duty. I dare to say that he's not showing his alit- uh, analytical prowess, regardless to for him to try to spin this now that the yes. Democrats are actually trying to help Donald Trump is just ludicrous on its face. Otherwise, you would have had no dissenting. You know, it's just ludicrous. And I dare to say the only one that came out immediately and said, I will be I will get off this ballot unless they put him back on is Vivek Ramaswamy. And he challenged Haley and DeSantis to do the same. And they have haven't. They haven't because you know what Ron DeSantis is banking on that he does get persecuted and prosecuted. He's yep. banking on that. Otherwise, he wouldn't still be on the ticket, knowing that he mm-hmm. cannot accomplish 20 point gains in these states. Right. Even, you know, it, it, winning even in Ohio, I'm sorry, in Iowa, 
which he won't do. But let's say hypothetically, Donald Trump's still leading in New Hampshire. No matter where you go, (laughs) he cannot catch him. He cannot catch him. It's like a sprinter who's already taken off and he's already winded and he's over there drinking his uh, Gatorade. It's like, dude, you cannot catch this man. You know you can't catch this man. So why don't you get on the right side here before you destroy your entire political future by keeping your, you know, by, by saying things, spewing vomit out of your mouth? Right. Absolutely. All right. In the time we have left, who do you want for Trump to pick as VP? I don't want to even go into that pattern because okay. to me, it's irrelevant. It's not even about who I want. I, first of all, I don't want anybody. To, truthfully, I do not want anybody. I want Donald Trump to be comfortable with whomever he takes. And I think the speculation, gotcha. first of all, is going to help him minimally on that ticket. People are voting for him. They're voting True. for his and it has to be somebody that is going to be uh, not so overtly ambitious that they're trying to either undermine Trump or overthrow Trump or try to look like they're going to be the next president. They need he needs somebody who literally has the best interests of this country at heart. I dare to say it probably will be a minority. I dare to say it could be female or you know male minority, because at this point, the optics, whether you agree with it or not, do matter. You have to yeah. have a ticket that genuinely defeats the, the narrative that the left is spewed for, that he's a Marxist, a communist, a misogynist, a Jew, uh, mm-hmm. what is it, mm-hmm. uh, Nazi, uh, a, a racist. I mean, every every word in the book, and he has to ask somebody who's level, who has no dirt in their past. I can tell you a lot of the people who it won't be. It won't be Christy Nome. It won't be Carrie Lake. It won't be several of the other people because there's Hope a lot of it won't be Nikki Haley. The reason why I think it, it won't might be, be a Nikki good Haley. Idea. It will not be right. Nikki Haley because there's a lot of garbage on Nikki Haley in South Carolina yeah. that people aren't even aware of. Right. Um, one of the reasons why I thought it might be an interesting thing to go ahead and announce is because I come out of corporate sales and we always did something. We always assumed the sale. And at this point, I love the fact that Trump has not gone and engaged in any of these stupid debates. Um, I think that I think that he, he, as the inevitable uh, nominee, I think that he could assume the sale, declare who his who his VP choice is going to be. And that would just even more. Um, minimize and and push out and just um, end this primary at, at this point because what we really need is we really need to be rallying behind uh, President Trump at this point. Do we? Oh, not I agree, one hundred and fifty percent that we need to rally behind him. However. You know, it's kind of like if you're Catholic, you understand that it takes five years for somebody upon death to even be uh, beatified as a saint. And the reason is they go back and they investigate them. Well, I dare to say that he has to make sure that he can go through every single person's record to make sure nothing dirty is going to come up. I dare to say he already has a short list. I do know that he does have a short list and he's going to wait for that right moment Um, and probably not wait till June, (laughs) like when he's won the primary officially. Right. But in either way, a lot of these candidates are just banking on him failing so that they can run up and Mm -hmm. say, see, I told you so. And sadly, that's going to backfire on them, too. Well, yeah, because I can't vote for anybody that's taking that position. Our country is going off a cliff. The forces of tyranny are greater than I ever expected to see in my lifetime. And anybody who's looking to benefit from that, which Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Chris Christie are, uh, is never going to be my choice. Never going to be my choice. And it's tragic. You know, they, they've exposed themselves tragic. and um, Nikki Haley's just profited too much off of the war machine for me to ever stomach yes. going forward with that. Yeah, absolutely. She's odious to me. They all are. Jesse Jane Duff, I hope you have the merriest of Christmases. You are one of my most favorite conservative voices out there. And not just because you are from my favorite branch of the military. 
uh, the, the Marines. I do hope you have a very Merry Christmas, my dear. And to everybody out there, have a very Merry Christmas. And, uh, you know, it's not about the gifts. It's not even about just keep your Lord and Savior in your heart, and your day will be spectacular. And the same with your new year in 2024. Thank you for being here. All right. Take the hill of motivators. We got uh, still another nine months of this presidency before the election. Yes, we do. And I know that you'll be leading the fight. So have a great new year and we'll talk to you next year. All right. And you guys just take a tiny little break and we will be right back. Don't go away. AK, dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm going to read a little email here from a listener. I had it pulled up here. Um, it is from Larry. He says it is about, uh, I'm not sure here. He says, Mr. Agnostic about the 2020 steal. See 2000 Mules movie. The Pope isn't the Pope. See Anne Barnhart's podcast. Can't have two popes at the same time. Benedict never resigned. Um, all right. Well, thank you for that email, Larry. Um, I have, I'm not familiar with Ann Barnhart. Um, I will check it out. Had you heard, uh, DJ Carrot Sticks, that there are two popes, that Pope Benedict had not resigned? No, I did not know that. I am not that, I'm not Catholic, so I'm not that familiar with the process of how a pope can become a pope and how, I know that there's like, is it white smoke that comes out of the Vatican when a pope has been voted for or whatever? That's about all I know of of the papacy, as it's called. Um, we were talking about the pope uh, this earlier this week. We know uh, Sesame Broccolini uh, Riley is practicing Catholic, and we were talking about the fact, as many people are, I don't know if you heard this, um, Carrot Sticks, but uh, the Pope has decided that it's okay for a Catholic priest to conduct same-sex marriage uh, weddings. I did hear that. Yeah, so that's a, that's a huge thing uh, for, obviously, for the Catholic Church. Have another email well, here. Uh, one other thing, though, real quick. Yeah. Um, Pope Benedict is no longer with us. Oh, okay. So, well, that would solve that. Yeah. So he, okay. Um, so another email says Monday's uh, podcast Monday show hasn't been loaded. Um, so uh, fire that person. That's, <laughs> that's a memo to you, Carrot Sticks. <laughs> oh, oh, give that person a raise. <laughs> we'll check um, that. Another email says this came in yesterday from Lori. She says House Democrats. New development, House Democrats come out of the woodwork to force Clarence Thomas to recuse himself from the Supreme Court case involving President Trump. I think I'd actually talked about this briefly on the show, Lori. I am aware of that. That's a different case that's going to be going to the Supreme Court. Uh, that has to do with, and I thought we talked about it at length. Let me catch you up on that. Um, so Jack Smith indicted Trump on four counts. Not of cons- in, in related to January 6th, not a conspiracy, but a obstruction of a proceeding and this and that. Uh, a lot of the same crap of which Jan 6 defendants were charged with basically uh, free speech, basically uh, trying to deny Trump his, his free speech. Not unlike the Colorado case, right, where they're saying that his speech uh, caused an insurrection uh, in, in the Jan special counsel indictments in D.C. It was about his speech uh, causing, you know, obstruction, causing riots at Jan 6. And President Trump's response, his legal team responded and said that as president, he has immunity. 
and that uh, presidential immunities are legal to determine immunity. It would require a lot of legal back and forth that would make it difficult, if not impossible, for Jack Smith to have his trial in March in the next few months. So he cited, he jumped to the appellate court, went to the Supreme Court, and wanted want them to rule on his immunity. So then at the same time, the Democrats, eight Democrats have come out and said that they want Clarence Thomas to recuse himself from the case. Now, the Supreme Court, they, he cannot be forced to recuse himself. The Supreme Court themselves and the justices themselves make those kinds of decisions. They're trying to get him to recuse himself on the grounds that his wife, Jenny, actually attended the Stop the Steal rally and sent some text messages to the White House telling him to fight the election. Every bit of it, everything Jenny Thomas did was protected under the U.S. Constitution. Everything President Trump did was protected under the U.S. Constitution. And there should be nobody who should be under the, under the, uh, under the delusion that the probably the greatest constitutional originalist jurist that we have sitting on the Supreme Court is going to recuse himself. So I am aware of that development. I thought we had talked about it on the show, but if we hadn't, now you're caught up on that. Okay. Let's have a little fun. Let's revive the segment of the Andrea K show called the what the huh, what the huh is he saying segment. Here we've actually got, I think we've got a clip of Biden, Joe Biden, going on the Conan O'Brien show. <laughs> Trying, I guess, thinking, did he think? I'm not sure. We're going to play this clip, but I'm thinking that he actually thinks that Conan O'Brien is wearing a wig. I'm not sure, Carrot Sticks. Can you play this clip? If you stay connected to these things that embarrassed you when you were a kid, whatever it was, speech impediment or anxiety or feeling awkward or not being a good athlete. My list goes on and on and on. Um, Having weird hair, having a weird name. I wish you had Um, your hair. I'd trade right now if you want. You want this hair? It comes off. It's it's, it's, it Velcro's on the back. Yeah. If I could do it, I would do it. (laughs) I will will mail you this wig tomorrow. (laughs) Say what? I mean, I never particularly thought of Conan O'Brien being funny, but he just rolled with it there. I mean, obviously, he was trying to provide cover for Joe Biden's cognitive issues by, you know, talking about by, you know, giving him, you know, teeing it up for him with, you know, the issues he had with stuttering as a kid. And he, so Conan O'Brien is referencing his ugly hair and Joe Biden, you know, start, oh, let's trade like, like Conan O'Brien's wearing a wig and O'Brien just rolls with it. Right. I mean, just like, yeah, my hair is attached with Velcro. I'll, I'll just give it to you. <laughs> I, I have to but t- in the, go, go ahead. No, go, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say in the end, it ended up highlighting Joe Biden's cognitive issues. Did it not? Yeah. Yeah, that it's like who keeps putting that old guy out there? It's embarrassing, embarrassing <laughs> for the country, embarrassing for him. But I was on uh, Conan's uh, Instagram page, and uh-huh. it was nothing. Nobody had anything nice to say. You know, I thought you know him being part of Hollywood and that there'd be a lot of you know lefties on his page or fans of him. But every single person was like two com- oh two comedians. You know, one's a bigger joke than the other. And Ooh. just on and on and oh, you met the worst president. Congratulations, you you met the worst president ever. And I, I I scrolled through a little bit. I did not see one positive wow uh, message on his Instagram over over him meeting the president. So I mean, do they really think 
carrot sticks that they're going to put this dude who has a 35% approval rating right now. I think the last time we saw a president with this low of approval rating, it was George W. Bush as we were losing as American heroes were dropping like flies over there when he was off on, you know, taking our military off on a toot to Afghanistan and Iraq and deservedly had a low approval rating at that point. Right now, Americans see what's happening at our open at our open border with, I mean, Christopher Ray admitted we had terrorists, literal terrorists, Hamas coming across our open border. 10 IEDs were found at our, at our southern border. People cannot afford to feed their kids. We're literally giving, kicking veterans and poor people out of hotels, out of homeless shelters for illegal aliens, right? And they think, that and and the American people can see that Joe Biden he doesn't even know where he is half the time, and they think that they're going to put him on some talk show and it's going to be okay. No, and by the way, it's not funny. It's not funny what this dude is doing. They're not. They're. He is not a serious president. He doesn't know where he is. This is not a serious administration, and this isn't the time to try to prop him up. Like literally, it's weekend of Bernie's. I'm heartened to hear that because I didn't go to his Instagram. I'm heartened to hear that um, he's being blasted because they cannot all be MAGA people. Can they not? Because how many MAGA people are sitting watching anything related to Conan O'Brien on the daily, right? Yeah. I think it's the, I think it's the majority. That's what kind of, that's what I got from looking at his uh, Instagram feed was that Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not just the right or these MAGA people. It's everybody that sees Mm-hmm. that yeah. he's just not a good president right now. He just doesn't have the cognitive ability, like he said. Right. I mean, unless you're so out of touch with the av- average American and so wealthy, like Gwyneth Paltrow, speaking of Instagram, she I don't follow her. And she pops up on my Instagram because I do follow some conservative uh quote, beauty influencers and fashion influencers. So, of course, they probably thought, you know, maybe we'll get her, this AK person to follow Gwyneth Paltrow. And, I mean, you know, uh, she's in this goop shop. And, I mean, uh, the the high-priced, quote, clean beauty and the sex stuff was so cringe, so despicable to me. And I'm thinking, I mean, does she, uh, who, who is she trying to sell this to? Who is she trying to sell this non, oh, here's some sex oil that won't get all over your sheets. You know, it's like, what lady, you know, the average mom out there is worrying how she's going to be able to afford any kind of Christmas present for her kid. I mean, those are the only people that probably are like not, you know, not on, uh, those are the people that are not like the people that you saw on the Conan O'Brien thread. Those are the only people that are okay with what's happening right now. The Gwyneth Paltrow's of the world the rest of us kind of understand how dire it is all right we're going to take a break we come back i think this might is this our final segment on hour two yes it okay we'll stay tuned final segment of tonight's andrea k show coming up don't go away ak dynamite in a dress or just andrea k whatever you call her she's on the answer san diego welcome back to tonight's andrea k show Carrot Sticks, have you ever, in this post, one of the things that's so real in this post-COVID world we live in is the stink eye that you get if you're out in public and you so much as, as like, start to sneeze. Have you experienced that where people are, like, looking at you sideways? Oh, I'll I'll jump and duck behind a, a row or something because I'm afraid. That's one of my biggest fears is sneezing or coughing in public now. I don't want to be yeah. lynched. 
So, well, <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I, I try not so to. So you mean you jump when you have to sneeze yeah. or you jump if when I you hear to, somebody? No, if I have to sneeze, I, I get out of there. I duck and cover yeah. or whatever. Do I, I stare up at the lights. You know, if you look, if you put your head back and stare at fluorescent lights, it helps. It keeps you from sneezing. Oh, I thought that made you sneeze. No, it keeps you, you know, keeps you from sneezing. So, but no, yeah. It well, is, there's a report. There's a, 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 there's a thing happening right now called sick shaming. And what's happening is. Um, that, you know, this is ongoing. There's a major problem in this country. People are so fearful. There was such panic implanted in the minds of Americans that if you automatically catch a virus, you're going to die, right? That wasn't the case with COVID. Um, we were all led to believe that that was the case. And because in part, because of some bad, uh, you know, narratives and, and false video coming out of China. And now, um, it's a major problem. People are, are so fearful when they're around anybody who's coughing that it's led to there's there's stories out now that, quote, sick shaming is leading to an overuse of cold medication. And this is actually a problem. Um, so they've got one gal, for example, her name is Meg McNamara. She had symptoms. Uh, she was told to go home by her employee and, and she took a covid test. It was negative. And basically, she's got some allergies making her sneeze. And in order to be able to, to work, she's having to take a bunch of Benadryl, but that leaves her tired and exhausted all the time. But, you know, she's got to basically over-medicate herself in order to hide non-threatening symptoms. And the article goes on to say that, you know, this is like a major problem around the country that, you know, um, that her story is emblematic of the dilemma facing Americans are under pressure to go to work, social gatherings, but even the hint of a sniffle can be enough to brand someone an outcast. And so in order to deal with it, Americans are taking too much NyQuil, too much um, Mucinex, um, and Mucinex get, will dry you out. Um so I think that some of the over-counter medications have risen everywhere from 23 to 30%. And um, treatments from Zyrtec and Benadryl, decongestant Sudafed uh, generate uh, about uh, Johnson & Johnson generate about 40% of Johnson & Johnson's um, revenue. Um, it's not good to be taking um, NyQuil. It's not good to be taking – I have chronic, sin, uh, chronic sinusitis. Uh, and or, or allergic rhin, rhinusitis, which is a combination of allergy issues with sinuses. And it's just, and I try to avoid having to take a lot of these medications, some of which uh, leave you drowsy. You shouldn't be operating. You shouldn't be driving. You shouldn't be operating heavy equipment. Um, some of these medications have alcohol in them. It's just not good. This is, this is just a problem, isn't it? Uh, you know, uh, what do we do about it? Uh, what do you think the solution is, Carrot Sticks? Well, because over medicating it isn't isn't the way to go. No, and it's and it's uh, no. There's not too many. I like Zycam. Like if I start to feel sick, I, I use Zycam, and I swear it does cut down the cold or whatever. But yeah, I, but that stuff can that stuff has been linked to people losing their sense of smell. Really? Yes. Huh. And if you lose your sense of smell, like people did with COVID, you can you you can't taste food. Oh no. Oh Lord, mm -hmm. no, I don't need that. Yeah, no, I was afraid of before COVID. I was a germaphobe, and I don't, I didn't like people coughing or sneezing around me to begin with. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's some simple things you can do if it, you don't sneeze like full power force sneeze out in the air with your mouth open. Whether you're sneezing or you're coughing, you do the vampire sneeze or the vampire cough. You know what What's that is, the right? Vampires? No. 
No. So, you know, in the movie Dracula, how he holds his cape and he puts it over so you can only oh, see his eyes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had, we had a, an illness go through this station, and one by one, half of us got sick. And I know who patient zero was, and patient mm-hmm. zero was walking through the halls, coughing, not doing the vampire cough. No so way. So I told that person, look, there's a proper way to cough. Either cough into your hands and wash them, or the vampire cough. The vampire cough is better because you cough in your hand, then he's still going to touch something. But I think there's a problem of people not caring about others here in in this country. And yeah. if you're sick, if you're really sick, you should stay at home. I'm, yeah, I'm, I agree with we, that. Long before of, COVID, I've got a pet peeve of people showing up, like at the station, super sick, walking around. Yeah. You know, there's cake in the in the in the kitchen with common utensils. People just slicing themselves a cake, and you're like, "Excuse me, yeah, <laughs> you, you got to? Didn't you just tell me you had the flu two days ago? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm over it, okay, already. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, dude. Uh. Well, here's the thing. I don't think that we need to be so panicked over every sneeze or cough that we're bullying people into over-medicating themselves, that's, that's not a solution. Yeah, I think people need to take care of themselves. If you're sick, stay home. If you have to go in public, um, you know, I, I sneeze into my elbow Yeah, is what I do. I, is that the vampire yeah, cough? That, yeah, you, that's a vampire cough for vampires. Oh, sneeze, okay. Yeah, sneeze. I sneeze into my elbow. That's what I do yeah. instead of on my hands. And, you know, I avoid people if I'm sick. And, you know, and, 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 I, and I try to take care of myself, get rest or whatever. Um, but it just makes me sad that people are so, you know, you cannot, you cannot go through life never catching a virus. And you need some of those germs too. You need, yes. Part of the problem, one of the reasons why we've got such a bad flu season right now and in the past couple of years is because people's immune systems went down and got more compromised by staying inside and not interacting. Many years ago, I had family in Ohio and I would go to Ohio every year for Christmas and I would get sick every year. And the doctor said to me, there's two things causing you to be sick. Number one, you're running yourself into the ground as you close out your sales year so that you can go away on vacation and you're, you're fatigued and you're run down. But mainly you're going to another town where there are viruses that you're not used to coming in contact with. In your local community, you're out roaming around, you've built up immunity to that. And it's different. The, you know, variants of the viruses are different in different communities. So you run down and that's leaving you susceptible to catch this new bug that you're being exposed to. So you've got to rest, take care of yourself. And if you get sick, the main thing that you need to do is get rest and not be around other people. And eat a a lot of garlic, like tons of garlic, so much garlic, just whole garlics, just eat them as much as you can. Well, people, why? So people won't want to be around you? Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Then you don't have to worry about getting other people sick because they won't want to be close to you at all. Well, uh, listen, I'm glad that you sat in tonight. Uh, Sesame Broccolini will be back tomorrow night, but it's always good to have the OG of the Andrea K show who actually sat in and did more Andrea K shows yeah. than, than AK. That's true. I still might That's have the statistic- record. That's still statistically true. We had, we've had a lot of fun uh, uh, over, over the years together. If I don't see you or chat at you, 
um, before Christmas. I hope you have the merriest Christmas ever, especially Duncan. Are you taking your deviled eggs? Yes, I always do deviled Christmas. eggs. I have to. Always does his deviled yes. eggs. See, I haven't forgotten my dude. Well, thanks, AK. Uh, I wish you a Merry Christmas, and I, I know, I'll you. talk to you before the new year, but I hope that 2024 is a great year for you and all your future endeavors. You're going to be succeeding, and you know, you're the firecracker, the dynamite in a dress. Keep that uh, dynamite going. All right. Thank you, my bud. And you guys will be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. right here on The Answer San Diego. Email me at andrewkshow.com. Download the podcast. If you missed it, wherever you get your pods. See you tomorrow. Keep your head on a swivel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.